welcome to another exciting episode of Token Podcast Live Stories. I'm your host and sometimes referee, the friendly neighborhood, Zach Stat Pearson, beard included. And today, I'm joined by a special guest, only here for a limited time, uh, Mr. D. Mr. D, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hello, I'm Mr. D. Um, I'm an ex-employee of GameStop, about 15 year, around 15 years of work. God damn. Oh, that was all you was gonna say? Yeah, I'm gonna keep it a little uh keep it a little mystery. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's totally fine. Um, all right. So why don't you tell us uh the events that led to you basically losing, for lack of a better term, respect and trying to get out of GameStop. The floor is yours. Well, like most things and how a lot of people are going to go about explaining a lot of negative opinions about giant corporate environments, it all basically starts with the pandemic and just shit going topsy-turvy. So I've been there for like, what, 2007, I believe, around that time. And around that time, you yeah, get to see the, the ups. Of our relationship. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, you get to um, see like you've been at that company basically the entirety of our relationship. <laughs> Pretty much. So with that, it comes with just like paying attention to like the corporate attitude, the people attitude, the customer attitude. Um. And you're like caught in the middle of all of it because I don't give a shit about GameStop. I mostly was there for the free stuff, the discounts, and my team. And so over the years, you guys notice like an increasingly aggressive, more annoying, I'm going to say, because GameStop employees, aside from me being aggressive, that's a very few and far between kind of thing. Um, you're just seeing a constant annoyance of like upsell of pro and GPG, which is that uh, protection plan, as well as the, uh, what is it, pre-order. They don't, hard, they don't hit on the pre-orders as hard, because like there's not very many buffs to pre-ordering at GameStop. Rip to everyone who, their collector's edition of Resi 4. Hope you guys are enjoying that game at the moment. I know a few people I know are enjoying it. But this ain't a promotion. Ada Gap Thicker. But uh, it's mostly just, oh, shoot, I don't even know where to start. What'd you want to know? Okay, well, first and foremost, uh, the main thing is this is a how is the hot dog made situation, but because uh -huh. you got 15 years of story, just run me through uh, everything that happened during the whole cootie season that led up to you permanently separating from the company? So, GameStop doesn't like to pay their employees properly because, I guess, with the expansion of all the stores that are now closing, we had another... They had another huge amount of store closings. I can't... I don't want to get into numbers because I don't know how accurate I'll be, but you guys can look it up. 
uh, just timestamp it and all that. Yeah, current but, amount, um, to my knowledge, based on what's been proven, not a rumor, <laughs> the current amount is over uh, 200 stores have been closed nationwide. And it's wild, too, because they still have around 5,000 stores left in the United States. I can't tell you how many GameStops are in China, but you can also look that one up as well. But um, so the location that I worked at was one of the most profitable, cleanest stores in in my area, in my district. And for it being as profitable as it is with uh, the coming of the pandemic and a manager change while shifting over to another manager from a different location um, with our so-called success, they ramped up the amount of uh, merchandise that they would send to our store, leaving the back room filled to the brim with over a hundred plus boxes, blocking the door, getting into the back, blocking the door in the office, bl- stacked up in the office, bathroom, blocking the emergency exit, etc. Boxes as high as you can see, and just all over the place while doing while dealing with all that you're also i'm i had a team of two employees gamestop when hiring like assistant managers leading them up to becoming uh, store managers they don't go off of if the person knows how to do timestamps that comes in training uh they don't learn how to do marketing which is all that crap you see when you walk into a GameStop. posters billboards letting you know about at this point headphones and pop figures barely any information on upcoming games um they hire assistant managers on how many pro cards they sell to people so with that i have a team of two working with me one of which is on his way to becoming an assistant manager at a different location because he straight up kills it at selling pros. Um, I have another one who's just a uh, little bit uh, anxious working at the location because he's terrible at selling. He's terrible at talking to people, but he knows a lot about pop culture references. So that's why he has the job. So what you're saying is he's a fucking nerd. <laughs> in sort of words, yeah. But um, anyways, me being the assistant manager at this location, and I literally got the position the year prior because I, 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 I work off and on at GameStop. This time I'm completely off. I'll go away. I'll come in, buy something. I get sweet-talked into coming back. And because... There's still people I know who are suffering who works there. I want to help lighten their load and just be able to be dependable and help them out, get things in order. That way, people who want to still use a game, go to a GameStop, has a nice, clean, organized store to go to. Like, because let's face it, a lot of boring shit. People love gaming. Found out apparently no one likes going to Walmart or Target to buy video games because games are locked behind cases and they have to go find the people and all this other crap it's easier to just go into GameStop, pick up a game case and throw it on the floor and then leave i don't want this no more kind of attitude anyways and sorry a lot of this isn't all just 
uh, aggression towards GameStop. It's also aggression towards the customer base. If you're not this kind of person, then no, that's no worries. That's I'm not a here for. Oh yeah, no, not you specifically, but also like your audience as well. It's like if this ain't you, then this ain't an attack on you. You're you're a good person. You're doing great. For the rest of you, y'all need to get your shit together. Let's move on. Uh, but yeah, no, it's just uh, GameStop with the whole can-do attitude of you're empowered or um, no, you guys got this. You guys can handle this. Also, never – if your job offers to pay you in food instead of actually giving you raises or money, things that humans need for doing a really great job, that's a red flag. You need Bro, to get the hell out of that actually happen? It happens more times than you think. They'll always, uh, you have, uh, GM. Yeah, you have GMs and you have, uh, you have GMs and RMs, regional and general managers, like saying, hey, we have this big promotion sale coming up. If you want to, uh, if you guys do really good sales, we'll throw you a pizza party. Now, it's already evolving to the point where it's district wide. What the fuck? Where it'll Are be we like, back in high school and grade school and shit? Get the fuck out exactly. of here. Exactly. If you're out there selling enough uh, chocolate bars, we'll throw you a pizza party. I know. It's kind of ridiculous. This is the kind of... And see, and that's the kind of mindscape that a lot of people think that they're going into GameStop for. Like, oh yeah, it's going to be totally cool. I'm going to sell video games and it's going to be so awesome. I'm going to get previews to this and I'm going to get into early accesses and that. It's going to be so rad, which that, that mindset kind of works if you're and like, this is the kind of like, this is like kind of the kind of general uh, employees they need to be hiring are mostly just high schoolers and college kids, uh, not full on grown adults. And they're like mid twenties because people got bills to pay. All right. <laughs> Mother, you damn right. You took the words right out of my. I wish the fuck I would work any job. Here's how a pizza party work. It's the end of a season, and we all don't have to come to work that final day because whatever job we're commissioned to is done, and we're on a travel team, and we about to go home. We all might go eat in a group or go to a buffet on the company's dime as a bit of a morale booster. But nah, nah, nah. Fuck that. We in retail. No, a pizza party is not an incentive to do a good job. They seem to think that, I don't know, maybe because you short that you're going to have this 17 or 18 year immature <laughs> mindset. Get the absolute fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it works because they'll, um, they'll because uh, it evolved to the point where they started having uh, stores pitted against each other and ways to basically let's use this as an example. Pro day sale. Pro day sale. The one I think they've extended it to two days a week once and once uh, every moon where you come into GameStop. If you're a pro member, you get these sweet pro deals, a uh, whole five dollars off of a 50. Oh, sorry, $70 game. I don't buy games as much anymore. I'm more uh, conservative with my money when it comes to trying to uh, get games with the AAA, how the uh, AAA, uh, what is it? AAA environment is right now. They like to say AAA industry, but at the same time, it's not sustainable. And even the people working on those games have stated the shit's not sustainable. And a lot of the other ones don't care. They just think it's a new title for something that didn't have a title. I ain't mad at you, man. In the past three years, most Mm -hmm. of the games that I've bought or even wanted to play, there's only been like 
six out of the over 200 that come out. And it's not because, oh, I can't afford it. First off, I'm financially responsible. But it was because <laughs> the shit always came with some bullshit gambling caveat or they found yep. a way to fuck up something that never had it in the first place. So I was like, you know Truth. what? Fuck it. Let me just play what I like. Yeah, and you're not wrong because um, I want to turn this into a uh, side bitch about how the uh, AAA uh, environment is right now because, yeah, like you said, I they're mostly focused on like trying to get more money out of you, actually putting meat into their games, putting actual uh, content into their games. I've only been playing like one game since I've started gaming again forever. And every now and like I've rarely bought a few games like what uh, Elden Ring, uh, Neo Two, uh, shit, God of War, Persona Five, just games, just little games like that. But as for like games like Call of Duty or the newest, uh, what was the freaking Harry Potter game? Like I don't run out and just knee jerk react to game releases anymore. good that shit ain't healthy but yeah throwing a pizza party for grown-ass adults trying to pay their bills uh not a fun thing and yeah they put they would pit uh they would pit other companies against each other to basically boost like get pro sales and get pre-orders and all those other attachments and so they would send out emails saying hey team if we can whoever's the highest team that gets the most pros and whatever they get a pizza party so you got ridiculous stuff like that going on. Uh, let's see. Sitting in meetings, and let's let's talk about pro, all right? Let's talk about the $15 or $10 pro card. Back in the day, it was the shit. You pay $10, you get 10% off of any pre-order game accessory in the store. You get an extra 20 points on uh fucking uh you guys all heard this spiel before i'm not gonna run this through you pro used to be awesome even though it was still fucking annoying uh gamestop in a meeting would always say like hey they like they would literally sit there for like hours on end in a two-hour meeting having an, a manager or an assistant manager or a senior game advisor in the back room while a ga a game advisor a uh 19 year old kid who doesn't know what he's doing out on the floor by himself in a store full of people while the manager or the higher ups are in the back in a two hour long meeting talking about the best ways or the best language on how to sell a pro card. Um, Let me guess. They get some form of a kickback from that. Hmm. They get uh, what managers and regional managers. Let me guess. They get some form of a kickback for selling those pro cards. Well, I mean, not going to lie, I fell asleep in a few uh, meetings that I've sat into, literally turned my camera off and, <laughs> and passed out because Damn. they're just saying <laughs> they're saying the same uh, buzzwords over and over again. <laughs> yeah, Hell uh, the, no the, the language that they would always want to try to speak is how to stay relevant, how to keep. So buying a pro card is what helps GameStop stay relevant. Um, basically, basically it's like, um, they would always try to figure out different languages to use to sell pro. Like, yeah, you, if you spend $5, if you spend the $10 today, you're literally spending five bucks. Cause you get that back tomorrow when you come back in. 
if you've ever heard that line thrown at you before. That's an old 2001 language. I don't even know what they use anymore. But yeah, no, um, just a whole hour of just that in a meeting. Now, yeah, what's up? I was going to say, okay, so uh, knowing that, what was the straw that finally, finally broke the cam- camel's back and you just said, fuck y'all, I'm out? It's all of it. It's from the scummy ways of selling pro cards, the most annoying ways of getting people to get a warranty uh, on Blu-ray games that are practically indestructible. It's the it's the total disregard of the employees um, not taking their safety into account, not taking their personal feelings and their emotional damage into account. So with the pandemic happening and everything, GameStop tries to try, well, did the um, pick up at door and ship, and they're always trying to push the uh, shop online because, hey, get it online. Why Why else do we have this warehouse here? On top of that, you don't have to, you can always think about GameStop and you don't have to go to Amazon anymore to buy your games even though Amazon still styles on GameStop when it comes to prices on their online purchases. Now, granted, in-store, they can do the whole, they've started doing um, price, uh, whatchamacallit, price matching in-store if it's off uh, against Amazon, Best Buy, Target, Walmart, shit like that, as long as the item is that price that day, but whatever. Anyways, but it's the main fact that they don't really protect their employees um so what's what what was it they have um you you they we have they have a lot of customers that come through the store um cussing at them threatening them and everything but oh no i draw the line at that shit oh yeah so do i i don't like my co-workers and employees getting bitched at for something that is not in their power um there are we have weird customers or they had weird customers too bringing in the collection crowds with uh the pop figures and collectibles and shit so they get this weird customer that comes in um we called him rat boy but he would come in he would examine the games especially the cartridge games and he would want things a very specific way. Now, a store that had closed down down the road would treat him like a king, which was out of control. But that was their best way of getting him to buy pro cards and crap and, like, pre-order. And, yeah, he would pre-order a lot of shit. Anyways, he pre-ordered that piece of shit uh, Pokemon Pokeball diecast thing. And um, it hadn't shown up uh, during the pandemic. Shipments for collectible items and and stupid crap like that—that's not video games. Yeah, that's out of our control completely. It is out of our control because uh, a lot of companies were running behind um, their shipments. That way, they could get these out to other stores because of just losing a lot of factory workers and stuff like that. It all trickles down. It's like people run. People run retail remember people you have the power let's move on um but so he would come in and he would start um he would start 
belittling and talking down to some of the female employees. And these are young, young, new employees. They've only been working for like two months, one or two months. And he's just going on a rampage on like, how do you guys not have my number in your system? How do you guys not call me when my things are in? Everything last or did that. They would call me the second my stuff would come in and they'd keep me posted. They'd go out of their time. To be fair, to, that is kind hmm? of a weird situation because that used to happen to me. And I live three blocks away from the fucking store. And sometimes I wouldn't find out that my shit even came until two days later. And I happened to pop in the store for something completely different. I was like, wasn't I supposed to get a call? So let me, let me, let me explain that. Um, they try their best to keep up with everything that goes on around people's pre-orders and blah, blah, blah. But give me just one second. Sorry, I had to get some water. Take your time. Okay, so that store, the other store that would treat him like a king, it's like it's good to help out customers, but don't straight up be their secretary. Um, it is very hectic. The employees do have a lot going on. Uh, alone, an SGA, a senior game advisor, has to make sure his numbers are up, make sure that he is doing all the stores um, – inventory crap that they need done every other day every monday wednesday and friday between the every tuesday and thursday that other priorities need to be done which is another issue why gamestop needs to treat their customers or their employees with more respect you have these kids doing the amount of work that um someone who works for a high level state job gets paid lots of money for doing but they don't get paid extra for that. The duties of an SGA is uh, GPG, or no, sorry, I apologize, uh, taking inventory, doing a category count, uh, sending out defectives. Uh, let's see, what else are they doing? Sending off, um, sending off the parts of their inventory off to another store that needs that inventory because it shows that they do a high number more sales on that item your store they do these in a span of a whole week on top of on sundays de uh, defectives have to go out especially especially cell phones the company gets really fucking crazy if you take forever sending out those cell phones they're like why aren't you send those cell phones back is there everything okay with those cell phones calm down on those fucking cell phones we'll get into why they sell cell phones only online and not in store also anyways um, aside from the chaos of dealing with this giant checklist that corporate needs done every day, every week for every month for an entire year, they have to, they have records on, um, in the computer to let people know when a pre-order comes in. Um, on top of that, there's a little book behind them that they keep a record of. If someone has ordered something, they needed something ordered, they, when it comes in, they call them. Or if, um, or if, um, they have a defective item that needs to be sent off and it's going to be a while they have them in the book but it's not an automatic system it's something that you have to remember like oh hey what's this uh controller doing here we'll look up in the book and you've got a lot of young cats that don't get that training to know when to look into the book to call these people and let them know so that's also one error 
aside from, again, the shipment delay. So you've got these poor kids with a grocery list of things to do on top of keeping their sales number up and making sure also the local rabbles don't still shed or try to switch prices. It's mass chaos. It's a lot of plates to keep spinning. That is fucking stressful. It is very stressful. I'm surprised I got out of there with all my... Yeah, yeah, so what did this rat boy like to do? Hmm? What's up? I said, so what did this rat dude uh, do that kept pissing you off? Uh, he came in and just berated the girls. One of them ended up in the back room crying. Um, I ended up talking to him, and this is uh, the Man, fuck that I was talking shit. about with um, how they need to treat uh, their they need to treat their employees better. Um, I stood up to the guy. He comes in, and I explained to him, you cannot come in. And I'm very polite about this. I'm very polite about this. I'm like, you can't come in here and berate these poor girls. They have no idea what you're talking about. They're brand new. They're not from the other store. They have no idea the kind of treatment that you got at the other store. I try my best. I let him know that I try my best to keep up with everything, and I have informed you about your items taking a while and all this other stuff. Well, he didn't like that. Uh, calls into corporate complains about me now the, the the best thing about me the untouchable thing about me with gamestop which is really shitty is because of how much time i put in there i can't be fired i can at some point quit if i don't like how everything is but i cannot be fired um gamestop also stopped doing the point where they would fire employees for not getting pro card sales this was in the dark times of the early 2000s or the early 20-teens. Um, now they passively, aggressively just lower the amount of hours you get until you get fed up and you quit. Um, so they didn't like that. So my district manager had t called me and said, hey, if you could not um, anger the customers or, um, yeah, just straight up not anger the customers, that'd be appreciated. Um, along goes with how my, they used to call me the brick because I'm very, I'm very, uh, I'm very tough on the return policy. Um, it's not a rental shop. We have people coming in buying controllers and then just getting full-on returns uh, two months later. Uh, corporate's now okay with that because they don't want to upset the customer base. And this is the point I'm getting at. Um, they're pussies. They don't want to upset the money flow, so they do everything in their power to keep the customer happy. Fuck the employees. A customer can come in, cuss, yell at the people, threaten them, knock shit over, and they're not banned from the store. They can continue to come back and treat the store like garbage and treat the employees like toilet Man. paper. First and foremost, first time that shit happens, I'm not even telling them to get out. I'm telling them they're banned from the store, and I'm calling the police to file a police report. And then the GameStop tells me to undo that police report. First off, I'm taking that to a fucking lawyer immediately because I know that shit ain't legal. Yeah, it and I that's why by me being gone, it's gotten so much worse, but I can't I can't protect everybody. It sucks. Um, but yeah, I would not stand for stuff like that. I would uh, take customers aside, tell them to chill out. I'd be like, hey, you keep it up. You're done here. Um, we're no longer going to continue to serve you. Corporate wants all that reversed. They're like, no, help this person out. Hey, they apologized. All is forgiven. Fuck no, it don't work like that. An apology does not mean they become a different person. No, it does not. 
yeah um okay well, so that was mostly yeah what's up no, I was gonna say, um, I understand, and I, uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, man. I kind of, I, I, I learned a new level of respect for you just for being able to stick up for people like that. Because, well, it's kind of weird how I'm not in retail, but technically, I've been around game distribution and warehouse distribution for most of my adult life, coming out of the military. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly respect you for doing what you do because a lot of people say they'll do shit until their boss pretend threatens them or says, oh, well, I'll fuck with your job uh, and your money pipeline if you don't. I'm one of the few people that just goes, no, fuck you. <laughs> no matter if I don't say those exact words, I make sure they understand, hey, this is wrong. You're not the only person in the world. You're not the only person who works here. You don't even really work here. You manage here and you let other people do most of the management so you don't actually interact with these people. So I'm telling you right now, Mind you, I can't say the job now because that guy still works there. And if I, and it's only one location in Illinois. Um, but I honestly, I never knew how many people could immediately change their life with just a simple, do you understand that you're the ones who have the fucking power here? Dynamic shift, because you know how it is. You see someone who's a piece of shit dirt bag and mm-hmm. management says, Kiss their ass, bend over backwards. They'll stop being angry if you do what they say. They'll stop being angry if you do what you say. Okay, what about what I say? Well, the customer, and I've actually seen O-heads, let's just call them that, say the customer is always first. Like, no, sometimes the customer is a psychotic sociopath or narcissist, or they're fucking bipolar, and they don't want to take medication, so they think they can come and fuck up shit in the store if they don't get their way, or fuck up shit in the store if they feel minorly insulted because something got moved that wasn't there before. Yes, contrary to popular belief, GameStop is not the only place that does <laughs> store alterations to make themselves look new for no fucking reason other than to piss off the mm-hmm. employees there. And mm-hmm. one time somebody legitimately spilled like uh, 287 items on the floor. Yeah. 287 items. Yeah. And we were supposed to let that go because no merchandise was stolen. No, 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 no. <laughs> These motherfuckers yeah. were mad. That some form of a chemical that's really popular used pop uh used for uh removing paint off a shoe was in short supply or short demand or it had got bought up in a massive bulk before they could come in and place a new wholesale order or some some type of order or some something. And mind you, it affects their job pipeline immediately. I understand it. But we ain't responsible for that shit. <laughs> And it yeah. wasn't even a pandemic. So I was like, nah, fuck that. Then I found out like two weeks later, like half the employees quit because I basically gave an entire email about how I know how he treats people. He has no business trying to threaten their jobs. And the only thing he cares about is getting money for himself. Well, if he cares about getting money for himself, he can run a damn store himself because no one else likes being talked to this way. And then anytime they tell you this shit goes on, you just threaten them with loss of job. But guess what? I don't give a fuck. You can keep the job because guess what? I can work at other places for the same amount of money that don't involve me damn near wanting to beat someone's ass. Exactly. And uh, first of all, I'd like to say, I wish, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, I wish, I wish a rebel would tell me something like that. It'd be over. Um, Like, and I feel that it's, um, if anyone's ever noticed this, it's like an age of, uh, an age of, uh, not empowerment. Um, 
No, I what's the, the entitlement? An age of entitlement. This big age of entitlement. Yes. Where people, where customers Sociopath. feel like they can. Yes. Customers and higher up and uh, higher ups think they can act this kind of way towards other humans. I don't care who you are. In this life, we all we all die the same way. You want to make sure while you're on the planet, you want to spread as much kindness and positivity as you can. Because karma's a bitch. I'm going to tell you that. No, fuck karma. See, I'm a pacifist. I will pass you a fist once I give you a two-strike warning. If you got a third, then we must have been homies either in this life or the or past life and i probably knocked your ass out then too or you travel <laughs> from a time machine because i knocked you back in the next week or last year when you're talking to me like that because i don't care how you are or how big you are because i hate to say it we ain't really got a lot of like tiny motherfuckers who would come in and start shit it would be these big arrogant dudes you know the assholes who they have a really expensive car downtown and then right when they get in because they had to go to starbucks when they pull off they burn their engine up to go almost 200 miles per hour for two seconds because they just need to have people give them the attention by blowing out their fucking eardrums yeah i hate <laughs> those people by the way not because they're rich but because they're fucking insecure about their own being rich no one gives me Pretty attention much. now that i have money okay well f- maybe it's because you're a dick maybe because you're boring so, as fuck maybe you leave no impressions on anybody uh did you ever think about that thank you like yeah, jesus this, christ this, and don't get me wrong, I, i've had about 20 rich friends let me tell you some of them they just don't change when they get money they just spend it frivolously because they know that they won't feel it which to be fair i'll take someone who spends their money on shit they like to do frivolously and won't feel it versus someone who spends their money and they have to just have everyone's attention when they walk in a room they can't stand the thought of being compared to someone who lives a normal life like shut the fuck (laughs) um but for me i had a I had a three-pronged system. It was three events that happened almost days apart from each other. So I'm kind of sort of blessed in the area that I'm in, in Berwyn. Um, I am in walking distance from a mom and pop store that does imports and they do repairs of everything, (laughs) right? Yes, they have a wall of Funko Pops. I don't give a shit about those. But hey, the shit sells apparently. They got like they even got Japanese systems that never even came out in North America. Like real talk, man. If you ever came to Berwyn, I would take you to that store just so you could fucking, you know, turn into a kid in a candy store. Um, they also have a pop-up shop that they bring the C2E to sometimes. So hopefully, if you're gonna be there, I can uh, introduce you to them. Um Thank you. Thank and you. there's also a regular old GameStop, and there's also two other game stops or game stop like places and the best buy so if i'm going to get something i can get it that day so instant exactly. number one this is like the beginning no this is the like tail end of 2022 it's like november time shit uh sonic frontiers has come out and the world remembered it's possible for sonic to be in a decent game um <laughs> and i'm going to a store to uh pick it up no one told me that they're now making steel cases, but apparently they're so fucking lazy or there was some problem in shipping that steel cases are starting to come with a plastic copy of the game case, which is fucking weird to me. I'd never seen that happen, but they did that hey, with Sonic Frontier. You got the yeah, there's good. game and the steel case yeah. in a separate case. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes what? So art, I was going hmm? to no, say, I, I sometimes, uh, art, yeah, sometimes art covers... Um, sometimes art covers 
look good either way, both steelbook or uh, fucking plastic. As I collect cases, That's so true. I'm. It was just. Yeah. I like the idea of my stuff, you know, being able to last a little bit longer. But you know, it was just weird for me because I had never seen that in all the time I've been buying video games, <laughs> or even yeah. back in the day, no one ever got a limited edition that came with the original case. But um, I walk into a GameStop. This particular one, I was just chilling with my friend. Uh, he wanted some help with painting in his house, and he remembered he forgot what I taught him about you know, speed stenciling. I won't bore you with the details, but that's what I was doing. And then he was like, Hey, um, Oh snap. I got a call from GameStop. I won't go over to GameStop. Uh, did you want to come or did you want to stay here? And so I was like, no, I kind of like the atmosphere. And I, I don't think I've ever told you this, but normally when I go on a GameStop with the exception of like maybe two stores my whole life, I usually end up getting to know someone or find out someone I know works there or worked there. Right. It's crazy how that's been working out for me. <laughs> so I was like, no, I just want to go for the atmosphere. And plus, everyone knows, hey, I, I headhunt them Smash Bros. Amiibos. I'm getting the full collection, and I'm not paying them ridiculous triple-digit prices for them. Um, <laughs> Let's go. And I and I do really good. And we was, yeah, I was, and we was talking about it on the way there. I was like, yeah, bro, I'm actually at like Amiibo number like 35 or 40 for Smash Bros. Characters. Like, holy shit, are you serious? Like, yup, I keep a whole list, and I can tell you right now, I've never paid more than forty dollars for them. I was like, wow, you a lucky bastard. Like. Yeah, I hate it to say it, but sometimes you got to know where to shop because some places they're trying to sell only to collectors or scalpers got to them. And some places they just want them off their store shelves. Those are the places yeah. I look for. And I've been very yeah. lucky and fortunate. So um, we get to this GameStop. Now, this is the same GameStop as the one that's three blocks away from me. We go in there and first thing I see is he's over there in the corner. He got his big ass headphones on. The boy loves headphones. I think he loves them a little bit too much. He can't go into an electronic store and not look at headphones. And 90 time, nine times out of 10, he don't even know which headphones are superior to his or not. He basically just look and see which one's got the most features. Um, and I just, I just see this fucking, like, I don't know if it's a child, but apparently it wasn't just look like a child. Cause you know, this is one of those people who's <laughs> allergic to growing after eighth grade. And I mm. just hear, are you fucking serious? I don't believe this shit. No, you go fix this right the fuck now, or I'm going to tear off this entire floor rack. Now, mind you, a floor <laughs> rack isn't a thing, but what she was trying to say was, you know, some of the GameStops have that railing that's directly in front of the uh, where you buy something. She was saying she was mm -hmm. going to yank it physically out of the wall that it's in the little desk area. And this lady is crying, like, um, I can check in the back. Well, then you go do that. I was like, I just go, yo, who the fuck are you talking to? And she turns around, gets angry, sees me, and like any five foot two, I weigh barely a hundred pounds <laughs> white girl who was pissing me off. She got real fucking quiet. I was, and I just said, no, that's not a rhetorical question. Who the fuck are you talking to? I don't care what game you came in here to get. You don't need to talk to nobody like that. Whatever problem you fucking made or you get. They didn't cause, and they probably didn't cause it on purpose. And you don't see them talking to you like that. Well, I'm a customer. So am I. And I'm telling you, you don't talk to nobody like that. I ought to throw you out this fucking store. You lucky I don't work in this bitch. But while I'm here, you're not going to fucking talk to her like that. I don't care if she told you your mama was a damn hoe. You don't get to talk to her like that. If she called your mama a hoe, you call up the store, you call the manager, you call customer service, you do a bunch of shit. You don't do nothing like that. What did you even fucking come in here looking for? Uh... An amiibo, they told me it was in the store, but 
it's not. So someone came in here and bought it. I know what that's like. They don't hold Amiibos once they're already out. Or if they do, they only hold it for that fucking day. So obviously, since more than one person usually works at the store at a time on a day, the other person you spoke to, which may not even be her, more than likely set it aside because somebody called in and said, can you put it on hold? Or they just ran out before you fucking got here while you went away because you didn't ask them to put it on hold. Did you ask her to put it on hold? I, I don't exactly. remember. No, 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 no. Motherfucker, you remember. You didn't do it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Don't call her a... Yeah. Right? And it'd so, be like that, too. She comes back out. Yeah, and bro, and this, and I didn't, I didn't paraphrase any of that because I remember that conversation. It's burned into my head because I've been saying this almost for like the entirety of my adulthood. I started to notice that there are certain habits that people have that just didn't stop when they weren't children. But I think it's not because they think it's fun to do and it's nostalgic. I think it's because we don't teach that sociopathy is a negative human trait. And it's hard to teach that when you're in a quote unquote country of the land of the free, where everyone literally thinks they can do and say whatever the fuck they want to. That has never been true. You can do and say what the fuck you want to until you piss someone off and they stop you or they fuck your life up because of it. But, you yeah. know, and I'm I feel a minority, like... so I've known that since before I was born. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. And um, yeah, so, I don't know. This will have to be something yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah, right. in another time. But like, yeah, like during the pandemic, it seems like social skills or social norms literally went out the window. It's like the absolute yeah, decline of the nerds uh, usually sit in their basement or sit in their house <laughs> who had to go outside. They learned and remembered the reason why nobody likes it when they go outside because they don't want to develop social skills. They don't care about the concept of social skills. They just care if they can get what they want. And if they can't get what they want, they want to go on the internet and claim that everyone's an asshole or they want to claim that, well, whores, I'll just pay attention to whores. Fuck all you regular people and all this other shit. And don't get me wrong. I'm not even making a paraphrase. Like I've had people fucking tell me that. I was like, okay, well then why the fuck are you outside? You literally don't have to go outside for shit anymore. You can go to Amazon, order food. You can go to Aldi's. You can go to mm-hmm. Instacart. You can go to all these grocery stores, have your food brought to you. Now your game's brought to you. You ain't even got to go mm-hmm. outside for to go see a fucking movie no more. Why the fuck don't you do the world a favor and stay inside? Well, fuck you. I'm going to just do it because you told me not to. No, I didn't tell you not to do it. I said, why don't you do it? Also a real conversation. Right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I have no problem punking out a nerd. No, understandable. It's, uh... It's pretty wild out there. And yeah, we'll have to save... We'll have to save that conversation for another time because... Yeah. If anything, this is a good way of teaching... Like, this is a good way of letting people know how to treat these GameStop employees. Yeah, you can be done with GameStop. Yeah, you can stop shopping there. By all means, please do. Let the fall of GameStop happen. Let's go. But, like, while you're still... Why aren't you getting it delivered to your fucking house? You ain't gotta go to the store. Exactly. Fucking exactly, because... Like, yeah, because yeah, so, when you shop online, that's taking away Pro. When it asks you if you want to sign up for a Pro on the website, say no. That'll start slowly killing them. Just, yeah, go for it. Uh, uh, it's just so hilarious how a company is so it's so easy to fix GameStop, but they don't want to do it. They they would prefer to hurt exactly you. like um, exactly games. GameStop could their fix own game studio at one point. Yeah, they developed like two games that one of them sold amazingly, which the game was done by Insomnia Games, and the other one sold like shit because it was a uh, because they were making these like piece of shit mobile indie games. You guys remember uh, Congregate Congregate dot com? 
Nope. That was GameStop's little website where they had these really interesting, and I'd say look it up, these really interesting little um, little flash games called Con- Congregate, and it was an amazing thing. They shut it down because it was bleeding money because they didn't want to pay to keep the, the, the website up. It might still be up. I might be wrong. It's but, now owned by a different company. Right. Yeah. So huh, what is it? Embra- is it Embracer Group? Company. Is it Embracer Group? No. Um, oh, okay. No, I mean, like, it's a literally, it's a completely different company that has the name Congregate.com now. Okay, because, they, like, they, those they fuckers at Sell office spaces. Oh, shit. That's funny. I thought Embracer yeah, Group like bought them, because Embracer company. Group's up here buying every. Yeah, so I, uh, uh, she comes up and says, um, we don't have it, and I called the assistant manager, uh, I know she's on her lunch break right now, but apparently, uh, that was actually an error in the system. There wasn't two, there was only one, and one person came and got it. The second one, for some reason, is on a separate shipment, and even though it's in our system, it should be here tomorrow. And then I just said, I ought to come here tomorrow just to watch you be civil. See if you know <laughs> what that word even means. Maybe empathy. You got a dictionary on your phone? Go look that up. So she walks out, right? Yeah. And then my friend comes over, uh, Richard, and he's like, dude, that was fucking cool. I was like, how come you didn't say anything? What do you mean I come in and say anything? I had headphones. It was like, so what? You didn't hear nothing until I started yelling? I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, well, yeah, okay. Because, you know, Richard, he's not me, but obviously there are some similarities or there are some common ground when it comes to, you know, my friends or at least the people I try to hang out with. And one of them is empathy, right? So mm-hmm. Richard probably wasn't going to take that shit. He ain't the buffest dude in the world, but he got like three inches on me. He's six foot three, so he's a little bit imposing. Um, So I asked her about this amiibo. She tells me they got it. Now this big, we don't know, but this big dude gets out the store and then she just starts with me, hey, hey, if you guys need to leave out the back door, it's fine. Like, me and Richard look at each other like, what the fuck are you talking about? He put his <laughs> headphones up on the counter and we just said, hey, hey, you motherfucker. I was like, oh, okay. Little baby girl went to go get some fucking backup. Let me take my glasses off in case we start scrapping. <laughs> Richard already gave me the side eye like we may have to flex this guy. Man, let me tell you something. I've only done it once, but it is kind of fun fighting inside of a retail store because there are so many things you can use to your advantage. And you better make sure you run because whatever get broke, whether you won or lost or you was in the right, the the stores will try to charge you for them. <laughs> but um, I look at this Damn. dude and I'm like, is there a problem, sir? What did you say to my wife? Oh, so that is an adult. I started laughing when Richard said that it was kind of funny, but if you saw her, you wouldn't know either. Um, so it was like, Oh, I told your wife, it's not okay to call somebody because of a store clerical error that she didn't cause. It wasn't in her control. You don't get to yell at my wife. It was like, so your wife gets to call this complete and total stranger, a cunt, but I don't get to yell at your wife. (laughs) Why is that exactly? Because I'll beat your ass. I was like, well, that must be what you came in here to do. And then Richard said, I don't think you got the balls to take a shot. 
Not because there's a bunch <laughs> of cameras, but because of a very simple concept in violence. It's called two on one. While he's while you're paying attention to him, I'm going to be behind you doing many unspeakable things and possibly beating you with the hardest and stiffest or sharpest object I can find in this fucking store. Everything he said happened. I was watching. I was listening. You didn't notice because I was squatted down, little guy. Now, mind you, this guy's five foot eight, but, you know, he chiseled. So as far as I'm concerned, eh, it's a fair fight to me. Two on one's okay when you're a dick. So I was like, so let me ask you something, homie. What you want to do right now? Because I'm not your friend. I don't give a fuck what happens to you. And uh, since you're with her, well, I'm going to make sure I beat the living shit out of you pretty decently because I'm pretty sure she's going to call the cops and lie to them. And I figure if I'm going to die for something I didn't do or because someone's lying to the police, I'm taking somebody with me. And <laughs> I'm not taking Richard with me. He's a cool guy. So then he starts thinking like you can tell he's thinking he's looking at us both and he's looking at the like the the, <clears throat> the store clerk and he starts sweating a little bit. And then he just says, I don't like nobody yelling at my wife. I don't like your fucking wife. Get a new one. And I was, and I started laughing. And the, and the, the lady behind the counter, Richard said that. And I was like, damn, Richard, you didn't you missed everything. But somehow you come in with the best punchlines. <laughs> and 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 and. and and I just started laughing. And he just walks off and he just goes, shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah, say it while you're walking away, big man. Big man. And then Richard goes, what you mean, big man? That's a little guy right there. And we started laughing again. And then that, that lady, you know, she started crying. But she said, thank you. If you ever need anything, it's like, hey, listen, I don't even go to this store. Like, I live all the way out in Berwyn. Mind you, that's this ain't a far ride. It's not a far train, bus, or car ride. But I'm not going to be through them. But listen, if your boss lets this shit go, happen to you you shouldn't be working here don't even <laughs> give them a 14 day notice just straight up get the new job go to the new job this and then richard's like yeah this is this ain't you don't need this stress in your life mama i was like oh richard's turning this into a fucking girlfriend i was like okay go ahead richard. <laughs> um so and they're dating now but that was the first time now the second one was I just happened to be in the mall and yes, I know it's been a long time, but there are still certain malls in Illinois where there is a GameStop and I go into this mall, I go into GameStop and there's these like, I assume teenagers that are literally just, they picked up some clearance items, some small little keychain type shit. Some nobody ever fucking buys and it just sits there and collects dust. Um, and they just started throwing each other and hiding behind shelves and shit. I was like, so I talked to the, the dude at the front. And so I was like, hey, what, what is going on? Are y'all throwing some kind of parties? Like, no, they just come in here and do this sometimes. They think it's funny. I was like, call the fucking cops. Do you know what my manager will do to me? And then I just hear one of the little dudes like, yeah, I do. And they start laughing. I was like, I don't understand what's happening, man. And I said that to him. Like, I don't understand what's happening. Well, that one's the manager's son. And that's his friend. I was like, oh, so they think they can come and fuck with you specifically because job security might be on the line. Yeah, GameStop doesn't have a union. And I was like, yeah, that's so true. So oh, shit, I forgot about that. I was like, look, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stop this. Don't worry. It won't be on you. So I go and I take the whole entire box of shit 
and I put and I and I grab one of them midair and I take it and I put it on the front desk. I was like, right, right here. I was like, hey, put it wherever you need to, man. He snatches the whole thing so fast. I turned halfway and he had already put it on the floor behind the counter. Right. I was like, damn, this must be a common occurrence if you moving like that. I was like, hey, I don't care that your dad or your mom or whoever's a fucking manager. You don't get to do that to this man like at all. That is not okay. I don't even know why I'm being this civil with North American <laughs> 21st century teenagers. Yeah. It's kind of weird. I know people like to shit talk teenagers because they'll do something dangerous or they'll say something stupid and think it's funny and then they'll regret it when they grew up. Yeah, well, that last part stopped happening with my generation as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm automatic at a point where, hey, look, they throw something at me, somebody getting bitch slapped. You know, I know what the law, I know how the law works to some degree. As long as I don't dislocate a bone or I don't leave a permanent slash mark, I'm perfectly comfortable with bruising somebody who assaults me, even if they're a minor, because you don't get to assault somebody just because you're a minor. I'm allowed to defend myself, period. So I was like, hey, look, that's not okay. What are you, a Marine? It's like, the fuck? Then I was like, okay, this is one of the days I just specifically have my dog tags on. I'm in cargo pants and I got boots on. Mm. And no, I was never in a Marine. I was in the, I was in the army, but you know, some people just, they see those combinations of things. They'll think you're active duty and they'll always say fucking Marine because they have the best marketing, which pisses me off. But um, uh, at least they're not saying thank you for your service all the time. Well, this is how I look at it. If you said it once, that's enough. You don't need to say it every time I see you. <laughs> um, yeah. And even then I usually tell them like, Hey, you know, no thanks is needed. You know? Um, so, I fucking go over there and I tell him, no, I'm not a Marine, but you shouldn't be doing this because first and foremost, let's say your dad actually does chastise him or something. Guess what? How many times does that have to happen until he fucking quits or he leaves his job? And then whose fault is that going to be? He wouldn't yeah. quit because I'm messing around in the stories like, why wouldn't he? You stressing him out for no reason. Also, let's remember, there's a national security system going through GameStop. So if someone who's not a manager sees this and they put in a report, what is he going to say? The manager's kid is doing this. I tried that. Mm -hmm. That wasn't fun. It was like, what do you mean? So somebody big called up the manager and then the manager, you know, chastised me for 30 minutes. He brought me in on a day that I was off, told me I was going to get, you know, a, a pay bonus and extra time and then came and chastised me and told me how, uh, he didn't say the customer was always right, but he implied it. I was like, you hear that? That shit's not okay. Right? No. <laughs> now, I'm talking to this kid and another one, the other dude, because remember, there's two of them, throws a fucking amiibo at my head. And he starts laughing. Now, it's a small store, and even if it wasn't, I have a decent wingspan. So I literally snag him by the fucking coat. Tell me how old you are and it'll hurt less. That's how I usually get an answer out of a teenager who's assaulting me. <laughs> and he just goes, 16? I was like, nah, you ain't that damn stupid. Listen, you don't fucking hit anyone and you're doing it inside of a retail space. Have you lost your mind? Then all of a sudden, um, uh, security comes in like, is there a problem here? He's like, yeah. 
Douchebag 1 and Douchebag 2 are throwing around store merchandise and he's scared to do anything about it because one of them is the manager's kid and they've given him undue stress and the last time he tried to report it, he basically got threatened with losing his job. Also, they're not buying anything. Nope. Alright, you two, come here. And this asshole threw a fucking amiibo at me. Oh, you're throwing around merchandise. Oh, that's interesting. You know, despite what GameStop says and things, you know, there actually are rules to the mall too, right? Oh yeah. And then he then he escorts them out. And he and I assume he escorts them off the premises. I don't I don't fucking know what happens after that. He, but he just basically said, Come with me. And then two other dudes showed up and they basically walked with both of them, you know, wherever they went. And I was like, yo, man, listen, you need to get the hell up out of here. Because I'm gonna tell you something right now, even if they get a slap on the wrist or if they get banned from the store, what's the manager gonna do to me? Exactly. This shit is not okay, man. None of this not is okay. okay. And I don't know what it is about GameStop, but half the GameStops I go into, I'm either dealing with people who aren't trying to kiss my ass, they like their jobs, all this shit. Don't worry, that's what I'm doing. And Or either I get situations like this, and then it turns out, oh, upper management caused it or is not doing anything about it, or both. Right? And it's usually the final mm. one, option C. So this final time, this one was just the dumbest and weirdest <laughs> one of all. This is the first and only time in my life I actually filled out a complaint off the receipt ticket. You know that thing no one even remembers is there? I actually did it. Right. <laughs> so this is the one that's three blocks down the street from me. I go in there also, and I'm talking also, to my buddy Joseph. He's also, a what's up? Also, did you also did you get your hundred dollar gift card for doing that? Joke. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> I wish. So <laughs> I go in there and I'm talking to my buddy Joseph. Now Joseph is a type one bipolar, but he takes his medication. But if you hang out with Joseph, you would a lot of people would be scared of him because his house sometimes looked like a haunted mansion, depending on how many holes he put in the wall. But, you know, he didn't have a choice in it. He wasn't abused as a child. Like genetically, he's just his brain is wired to be aggressive and angry. But he takes his medication. I'm one of the few people who can honestly he can call a friend and he says, like, hey, listen, man, I'm telling you right now, if it wasn't for you and like maybe seven people in my life, I probably would have ended myself by now. I was like, whoa. So, you know, me and him been cool for like six, seven years. Like he was like elated when I moved in the Berwyn area. So um, Joseph is telling me about, oh, hey, uh, did you hear that uh, Biden actually gave a hard end date to the pandemic stuff and regulation? Like, OK, when is that? May 11th. Now, at this point, I've walked in the store. I was like, huh. OK, that's pretty cool. And he was asking me, hey, can you look up uh, some stuff for me while uh, you're in the GameStop? And I was like, OK, cool. Because he, he fucks with Funko Pops. I don't. Um, I put him on mute and I go up to this, uh, the, uh, this, uh, small, small, small girl or woman. I can't remember how old she is. Um, Carla at the front of the store. And I said, Hey, uh, what are y'all going to do? I said, Hey, what are you, or what are y'all going to do when, um, the, um, pandemic stuff ends? Right. So then she starts trying to go off on me and trying to chastise me, but a five, as we've discussed, a five foot five and under person who barely weighs over a hundred pounds trying to chastise me <laughs> has no effect on me. And they should be thankful for that because if I were a lesser man or a piece of shit douchebag, I, I could immediately turn that into a life threatening situation or I could psychologically damage you. But again, my parents raised me correctly. If I don't register you as a threat, I shouldn't be, you know, trying to escalate the situation. So, so I was like, 
what did you hear me say? And she just keeps repeating the question. Why are you asking? Why are you wondering what I'm doing? Why are you asking what I'm doing? Why are you asking what I'm doing? I was like, wait, did, did I say, what are you going to do? Or when I said, what are you going to do? Does she think I meant her as a person and not GameStop the corporation? What's going to be their mandate for when the pandemic ends with the mask and stuff, right? Mm. And, I, and I'm about to, and I'm trying to clarify this because I've spoken to her like maybe six, seven times. Had a 10-minute conversation with her every so often. I've done that with a lot of the people in the store. I will come in there for something. If I find it, I find it. If I don't, I don't. I'll suddenly have a five, six-minute conversation. I'm not the friendliest person in the world, but, you know, like I said, I usually end up getting to know some of the staffers um, or just having conversations with them when I go in the store, and they don't have a problem with it, right? So right. I was like, whoa, whoa, Carla, I'm not trying to go that way. Like, what is what is this about? But she keeps asking me, why are you going to ask me? Why are you asking? Why are you asking? Like, okay, you're not fucking paying attention to what I'm saying. And even if I did fuck up my words, what I'm trying to tell you is I'm trying to fix the statement. But you're not letting me do it. Here's the weird part. She's trying to chastise me while she's hanging shirts up and not <laughs> looking at me. It was weird. It's like, are you, are you trying to act like you're mad or that you have control of this situation? This is so fucking weird. And... And I, and, I, and then I started looking at the Funko Pop shit. And then while I'm over there, I'm talking to Joseph again because he's he, he finished the list of Funko Pop he wanted me to look for. It was basically a five-headed dragon Funko Pop from Yu-Gi-Oh! And they had it. I don't know how the fuck he yeah. even knew that. But, um... <laughs> uh, and then, then while I'm not paying attention, I've stopped engaging her, right? She starts going like, are you going to buy something? Are you going to buy something? Are you going to buy something? Again, while she's fucking hanging up shirts and putting them in on the um fucking hanger behind the counter. like, this is the weirdest way someone's trying to give me attitude, man. It just doesn't register with some of these people. Like, I know mm-hmm. I don't go around acting like or trying to imply I can literally sit on you to death or I can stomp your head into the ground and I probably won't need to go past a third or a fourth time because I'm not trying to wake up in the morning and immediately incite violence, okay? Were I a minority or not, we all know what happens when the cops show up. They don't care what they, what you're doing. They don't care what happened. They care what they see and how they feel. This is this and is why I've zoomed out. I don't care out. if it gets to that level. I just told everybody. Yeah, and I just I tell everybody, I don't care if it gets to that level. I don't have control over that. I can't make someone not call the cops. But I'm telling you one thing, I'm not going out alone. So if you call them, <laughs> be prepared. Be very prepared. So right. So then she goes, Oh, you're you're on oh, you're on your phone call. Cause I got a giant headset wire um hanging off me. So she realized that I was just ignoring her. She thought I couldn't hear her. I'm just like, what the fuck? So then I go and buy a game. Here's the creepiest part. I buy a game. And she says, okay, thanks for coming. What the fuck? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I get home and I fill out this in the actual ticket. They give you a long section with like a 2,000 or 5,000 character. I was like, hey, listen, you lost the customer. That shit was stupid. This is crazy. Because here's the problem. Number one, for some reason, the best buy that's less than two miles away from me, they have been giving me my games almost a full 24 hours in advance. I can have the games downloaded to my system. Also, less than two miles away from you is three or four other stores that sell video games. Or I could have it ordered to the store or the store. I can pay for it in the store and have it sent to myself. Literally going to you physically and giving you my money was completely optional. And then you had a giant overhaul of your entire inventory computer system. You finally stopped using Windows XP or Windows 7 from what I was got told. And no one knows how the shipment orders, how that's going to affect shipment orders and how long it's going to affect them for. The last three or four things I ordered did not show up on time 
or I never got a call or the store owners and the store person never knew that my shit was even there until I called and asked. Okay. I don't blame you for most of that, but the problem is this is all compiling. So I'm done giving you guys my money. I don't have to. And that's when I stopped going to GameStop. Yeah. It's ironic. It was two cases of employees being disrespected. And then the final one was an employee disrespecting me over a very simple thing that didn't need to escalate, which she kept trying to do, which I don't understand because you can't (laughs) fight. And it wasn't even the first time she tried it. It was just the dumbest and weirdest one. Bro, previously, there was a guy in there named, I forget his name. I think it was not Juan, but it was another guy. And it was her. They were working shift that day. And they were telling me about Ross. And he's like, bro, he doesn't know about Ross. You don't know about Ross? He's like, hey, I'm not from Berwyn. What is this mythical place, Ross? Bro, they got so many like cartoon or pop culture related t-shirts. So that's where Carly be getting these cool t-shirts. Ha ha ha. I told her a bunch of times I'm coming like, man, you be having shirts that I want as a guy, <laughs> right? Um, Because they would just have a cool character, but there's actually design work going on, not just a picture of them. And then, hey, let's charge you 25 bucks for it. Um, And I said, so then they start talking about, you know, what their plans were for after they got off work or something. She's like, oh, are you two like cousins or something? Is it? And she just goes, do we look alike? Do we look alike? Do we all look alike? I was like, first off, your ass is like Puerto Rican or Mexican. And like, Carla, every time I come in here, you've had a mask on. I was like, Carla, I haven't even seen the bottom of your face. And then she just stopped. <laughs> she didn't apologize or realize she was unnecessarily escalating this shit. It was weird. like, Carla, I don't know what the bottom of your face looks like. I'm just saying, like, you two are, I'm asking, are you two friends or relatives or some shit? A very basic question. And she's yeah. trying to play the, oh, we all look alike. Game. That doesn't work when you're Puerto Rican, yeah. honey. That doesn't work. No. No. But, um, yeah, that was, that sh- and, and to my knowledge, there's been no negative connotation or action that's befallen her for this shit. But to, at the same time, the manager who I like, who was pissed about it, he got forced to go to a different location permanently. So he wasn't even there anymore. And I was like, and I would have told him, hey, listen, I don't know what's going on with Carla, but I don't know if it's she thinks I hate her or some shit, but I don't come in your store to try to cause mess. And I know you're the type that you'll let somebody be an asshole and then you're just going to back and call the cops on him. Because we've talked about it. He's the manager, a dude named Juan. And I couldn't even ask because he wasn't even there no more. So I was like, no, fuck it. The cool people I like are gone. And when I go to a store yeah. where I think I would like some cool people, there's full of, it's full of customer assholes. I'm just fucking dumb with this shit. I'm not liking how I got treated, and I'm not liking how my how my money that I'm paying to get things is being treated. And I'm not liking that at the drop of a hat, someone could take out their aggression on me because someone else who in, was a customer who was an asshole, or vice versa. Mm-hmm. A customer could take their aggressions out on a fucking innocent customer. But it's you know, that being said, yeah. uh, Mr. D, yes, I appreciate you coming in a lot of stories, the stories that's actually how this yeah that's how this actually works you know we hear people out for hilarious life stories or we talk to them about pivotal moments in their life it's an entire series you can find it on spotify itunes wherever podcasts are and on youtube and um yeah uh, if you ever want to come on again you know just ask even if you don't have a story yeah. you can just listen in most of the time we usually have three or four people and it becomes a commentary situation but with that being All said right. I will see you guys when I see you guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for having me. See y'all later.